Welcome to the Anchor Daily. We're reading through the Gospel of Mark and reflecting on Jesus, whose death and resurrection paid the penalty for our sins and achieved victory over death. Hey Bethel, this is Adam. My grandparents were both born and raised in different Oklahoma towns and moved west to the Yakima Valley around the same time. Their paths eventually crossed on the hop fields where they both worked during the World War II era. I can remember the first time my dad pointed out a hop field as we were passing by on our way to the Tri-Cities from the west side of Washington. And my imagination got to work picturing my grandparents out there working together, but I was also fascinated by the art form of hop growing. The vines growing up strings like towers in the sky, standing side by side, connected for what seems like miles. And from then on, I paid attention to the agriculture whenever we passed through the valley. In college, I worked at a winery for a couple of years and was fascinated again by the similar agricultural art form of the vineyard. Humans working with the ground and seed, tending the vines carefully so they produce healthy grapes, and the tedious and patient process of turning the fruit into wine. The whole process from start to finish is a thing of beauty. Jesus and the Jews who lived for centuries before him lived in a similar agricultural environment as we do. That's why the image of the vineyard is so prominent in the prophet Isaiah and in Jesus's parables and teachings. The vineyard is a picture of who we are to God. Back in the 8th century BC, Isaiah sang this song about Yahweh, the God of Israel, and his people. I will sing about the one I love, a song about my loved one's vineyard. The one I love had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He broke up the soil, cleared it of stones, and planted it with the finest vines. He built a tower in the middle of it and even dug out a wine press there. It's Isaiah 5, 1 through 2. Isaiah is talking about how God tends and cares for his people like a wine grower tends to his vineyard. As he works in his people, they produce fruit that he enjoys and he delights in. And as the biblical picture grows wider, we learn that one day we will actually enjoy and delight in the fruit together. It's true, if you keep reading in Isaiah 5, Israel ends up being wild grapes because of the rebellion from Yahweh, and Yahweh eventually tears it down. But later in chapter 27, Yahweh rebuilds the vineyard, waters it every day, and promises that it will blossom and bloom and fill the whole earth. Isaiah is talking about a future day that Jesus will bring. And that brings us to our reading for today from Mark 11. Jesus is being hounded by the Jewish leaders and about his authority. And he gives them a parable about a vineyard. And the edge of the parable is supposed to cut at the leaders. They were tasked with attending God's vineyard and they haven't. They've even gotten presumptuous as well, thinking that it's their vineyard and not God's. Even when the son comes for his inheritance, which is Jesus, by the way, and he's telling them where he gets his authority from. But even when he comes, they kill him. And Jesus is calling out these leaders for what they've done and what they're going to do with Jesus. But we can't forget to see what Jesus is also declaring about his people, his church, you and me, and everyone who names Jesus as their Lord. We are his vineyard. He's tending to us, watering us, caring for us, delighting over us. Even bad tenant farmers can't get in the way of what he's doing with us. But like Jesus says in the parable, we're also his inheritance, a gift of the Father to Jesus, a beautiful vineyard that he will enjoy forever. This is the picture that Jesus sees when he looks at you today. Even if you don't look at yourself as someone who can be delighted in, Jesus looks at you and delights in you like a farmer does over a vineyard. And then at the end, Jesus changes the metaphor from a vineyard to a cornerstone. And that's temple imagery. And it points to the reality that we're also being built up, built up as God's temple where he will dwell with us forever. 
The Jewish leaders rejected Jesus, but they didn't know that they were actually participating in God's plan to build a worldwide eternal temple through Jesus crucified and raised. And in that dwelling place, this eternal temple, you and me will commune with him forever, feasting and drinking the fruit of the vine together, delighting over each other. That's what Jesus is doing right now in us and what lies ahead in store for us, even when it doesn't feel like it. So the next time you drive by a vineyard or a hop field or really any other agricultural spot, which we all will because they're everywhere, let it be a reminder of who you are to Jesus and what he's doing in you and what he's doing through you, even on the days where it doesn't feel like he's doing anything. And let that be an encouragement to your faith. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you delight over us, that you tend to us, that you are growing us and caring for us like a farmer does a vineyard. Would you help us to remember that that's who we are to you, even on the days we don't feel like it? Would you continue to grow us and help us to bear fruit and to know your delight in us every day? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.